Hey everyone, we are the three princes and we go around looking for things to penetrate deeply. Hey intellectual. <laughs> uh, welcome to our show. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days. I asked uh, if, okay. what do Satanists believe in? Hmm. Like and uh, religious Satanists has replied saying uh, it's the freedom and because this it's mm. the lavean form of satanism right mm. 1960s that's mm. when it, after rosemary's baby after that movie there was a movement of satanism in the us okay and anton zendor lavey was the guy who started yeah, the satanic church mm. um so the basic tenants okay. tenant is do whatever you want as long as you don't get in anyone else's way okay Like that's per, that's satanism as a as a as a rule as a rule that's so like first if, principle if, of rule of the rule is do whatever the fuck you want to as long as you're not hurting anyone else in the process that doesn't sound like satanism but yeah okay fine that's that's, that's like a that's, lot that's modern day satanism yeah. okay fine cool so okay. some but you can you can uh, like go around dressed weird and like what do you call yeah you're Kill not cows you're, or something no you're okay. not hurting anyone as long no no even even the killing of animals is not exactly condoned okay fine so But, but but there must be some vice in Satanism. It uh, has no vices. It just says you can do whatever the hell you want. Anything, 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 anything that is no as, as 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 like for example, do drugs. As long as it's not getting in anyone else's way. Yeah. If okay. if you taking drugs is annoying your family and you know destroying their lives, then you can't take drugs. But if you can, if you take drugs and you, this is very nice, isn't it? Yeah, you see, that, that's the thing, right? Like, so that's 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 why it uh, it it. So in addition, there's like mythos and there are rituals you can do, and that's just like the fancy stuff, right? It's right. like going to mass. Okay. Like okay. it doesn't really do. It's anything. just an alternate. I mean, it says don't do harm, and it's an alternate way of living. Mm. So someone had uh, replied saying, "Okay, if Satanists don't believe in Satan, who mm. believes in Satan?" Mm. Reply to that was Christians. Christians. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we are doing this again. Uh, <laughs> Changing it up. <laughs> Keeping so, things fresh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Dinesh is going to do the uh, talking today because uh, we are talking about a subject that is dear to his heart. Uh, I know a little bit about because. I've had some training in it, and uh, he's also a daily consumer of it. I am a daily consumer of it as well. So, and and it's something that I I, I truly, truly appreciate. Uh, but I haven't like really gone into the depth of it. Sure. Um. But yeah. So, design. Yep. Okay. Uh, where What do you does, need to know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So where does where does it start? Um, I, about like three four episodes ago i said what where, where i thought it started which is design has been a part of the human mm-hmm. cultural level like human civilization for millennia millennia and i agree with you yeah yeah uh but where does where does design start and where does modern design start in your view so i would look at the 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 first cave paintings that we have as design Uh, hmm. because essentially it's uh, it s- there's there's a set of historians who believe it's a set of instructions yeah okay so if it is a set of instructions under that condition hmm. then that's where design starts okay so 
this is something that i have always wanted to understand about design so is is designer does design have a inherent element of repetitiveness because art is not design fine art is not design no but the water lilies are design or are they not design what what are the water lilies water lilies by uh, van gogh van gogh am i getting that right yeah. van gogh uh you've seen the water lilies you know they like the multiple paintings of the same damn thing in different sure and that i think that would contribute I saw that to in Paris. fantastic yeah it's very beautiful uh, i would, i haven't seen them in real life yeah. but i've seen the pictures uh, i would say that contributes to why it is memorable mm. but that does not essentially make it design uh, for me the, the what makes it design yeah that's the question fundamental difference between art and design is that design has a strategy behind it money sorry are you talking about money 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 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a strategy behind yeah. it there is an objective you are trying to achieve okay is that the only 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 parameter difference between that is that's fine art and design that is the foundation of where the difference starts but because of a strategy then the the type of work that you do mm-hmm. is reflected in strategy so strategy as if in there's a logical thought process that that there that is an objective you want so objective is say. it right to say that design is art with a purpose no that's so art design. also can have a purpose mm-hmm. but an objective is different art with an objective yeah. okay art yeah. with an objective then yeah art with an objective yeah sure but but then remember design is not only visual mm-hmm. design is financial design is company it, design is uh, anything that is structured structured in a in a way that is must be designed yeah plating exactly. plating on uh, if you go to five star restaurant yeah. it's it's plating that yeah. is also designed yeah exactly yeah it is designed because it's trying to achieve an objective of some sort yeah, yeah. it's uh, a very vague objective at that point but yeah but again my 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 question is in 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 trying to achieve something because everything that happens in the world that happens well mm-hmm. like 90% of the things that happen in the world have that happens well happens like repetitively sure Yeah. yeah by design by design <laughs> <laughs> no but like by by default i suppose not yeah. design right in, the, in that case it's just a nature ah. of anything you want like say you want to remember something say you want someone to remember something if you don't repeat it yeah. most people don't remember it it's just the nature of how people work how memory works yeah yeah okay so so design is it has art it's an it's an, it's, it's it's an objective hmm. uh that you so today we will talk about visual design as much as possible sure okay a lot of the things related like the fundamentals of visual design heavily linked to the foundations of design itself would you say that the tools that can be used so it's um, yeah i mean there's no reason for visual design so the only difference is the medium you're using is visual that's it right yeah. okay but the 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 so there is a strategy and objective yeah, yeah. it's basically putting things in place in order to achieve something is essential design it's yeah. just the, the the process of putting things in place yeah so i i honestly believe any form of design can be uh, explained through the layout of a poster okay uh, i want to know i want to hear <laughs> so um you know okay so poster first of all you have to decide what size the poster is right before you do anything you have to decide what size the poster is so if you're doing an a3 where where, where where did you pick this up are you this is your this hobby? is these are my views so okay. i might be very wrong hmm. um 
the first thing I will do is figure out what size the post is. Yeah. Um, if and that has a lot to do with the client's budget at this point. Mm. It's because like you can all uh, uh, a billboard to me is just a very large post. Mm. Uh, so you start off with what size it is. Mm. Then you figure out what you want to communicate. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, then you figure out who you're communicating it to. So then you have to figure out what 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 links what you want to communicate with who you want to communicate. That's where things like consumer insights come very handy. Yeah. Uh, and then you have to figure out the hierarchy of what should be communicated. Yeah. Most important to least important. Least important. Message, yeah. 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 And not just most important to least important. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of how people interact with the post. Right. Okay. So, what is the hook that is going to get them closer to the post if they're interested in the general topic? So, instead of the importance of the messages themselves, about importance to the consumer when viewing it. Yes. Basically. Because it's it, it's only in usage that design becomes useful, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If no one is using it, it's not useful. Sure. Um, so, the big title at the top, mm. uh, that is essentially for someone who is... 20, 30 feet away to be yeah. able to say, ah, this looks like something I should probably know. Yeah. Uh, and then if they are actually interested, they will come closer to the post. Mm-hmm. And then the fine print is there mm-hmm. in different sets of hierarchies mm-hmm. to, so heading, body copy, heading, body copy, so on, so forth. heading to body copy. Mm-hmm. And that is essentially when you look at it that way, you're looking at how someone interacts with something. And then you're figuring out the most effective way to communicate with that person using that methodology. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that essentially defines what you're saying that 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 format of thought uh, applies to all other design. Yes. How? How does it apply? How to does it, for example, design? work to well, even sonic design? Sonic design, um, if you have, uh, the jingle is usually tied in with whatever video okay. is playing in the case that there is a video. On radio, you don't get that, right? So it's pretty much just flat on its own. Fine. Uh, when it comes to sonic design, I would look at the approximate duration, which is the same thing as the Canvas. size of the post. Okay. And then you would figure out, does it go at the end of a segment does it go at the start of a segment if you need a difference between the two mm-hmm. which is essentially what should be communicated okay and then the rest mm-hmm. of it falls apart because it's not necessary mm-hmm. yeah okay no so uh, no so uh, i think i i uh, where, where i would defer is to say yeah there is a order and hierarchy of importance mm. Uh, so you're saying hook, mm. order of hierarchy, importance, etc. Mm. There is definitely some element of order and hierarchy in doing other design. Like for example, if you're doing financial design, there is order and hierarchy. Sure. Uh, saying what is the most important, what is the least important. Otherwise, you can't go through the process sensibly. Mm. Uh, there might be, so like for example, engineering or... So engineering is actually very similar to a post. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here okay. So like financials. I, I'm not I too familiar with financials, so I'm yeah. not going to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but when it comes to engineering, you figure out how someone uses it, hmm. how someone is opti- optimally, how someone can use it, hmm. 
and then you just design to spec. Hmm. So, what is the difference between a designer and an engineer then? Um, more math. <laughs> more science. <laughs> science. Like shit out of it. Nah, no. So, no, no, no. So, again, the poster was. You you said like three specific steps, right? Yeah. So those three specific steps are rather nitty gritty, right? No. So like, tell me the three specific steps again. It's what are you working with? Correct. Done. What do you need to know if someone is supposed to interact with this or not, which is the hook. Yeah. And then, what are they going to do once they interact? Oh, at that level, it works very well across the board. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, what is the medium understood? What is the uh, key communication? Uh, not not uh, key no. communication. What is the hook? What is the key communication? Hook is basically what you're saying is the hook is. Uh, it's a filter. It's to let people know this is what this is talking about. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean. Uh, I mean, I say it's a filter. I'm not sure if that's the right word. Yeah. But this is the general uh, range of the topic that this thing has. Yeah. Okay. So if it's a kettle, then it has to look basically like a kettle. Or no yeah. one will know it's a kettle. Yeah. So you can't. Yeah. That's 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 very true. That's that's actually very true. That's that's. Unless the objective. Yeah. It's mimetics. Yeah. Um, Unless the objective is to make it not look like a kettle. Yeah. In which situation is different. Uh, sure. Uh, but, but then it won't be as useful. So then it's I mean, not an optimal talking, design. Yeah, yeah. If you're talking about like a, a concept kettle that's supposed to be on display, that probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. But that is more art than design. Right, right. Okay. So that's Makes where sense. design differs from our I think that's a that's a good yeah. point. But but mimetics, but it's it's yeah. a, it's essentially that there's a uh you know what mimetics are? I uh, know. Go ahead. Like the memes are basically uh uh pieces of information that replicate themselves. Okay. You know what memes mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Uh, so it comes from the Greek term uh miming. Okay. It is to imitate or replicate. Mm-hmm. So we have designed our lives, or like our, our worlds are literally actually designed. Yeah. It's it's millions and billions of information pieces that replicate themselves. Like for example, uh, the fact that your right uh, button collar mm-hmm. sits on top of your left. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Is essentially a meme. It's a piece of information. That's what you meant by memetics. Yeah. So this is about memes. It's memes. <laughs> it's a, a, meme. a meme is a... Is a shortened form of that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a shortened form it's, of that. It's a biological it's... term. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the meme, the term meme. So uh, it was coined, the, the term was coined by... Uh, Richard Dawkins. Uh, Richard Dawkins. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in his book, uh, The Selfish Gene. Uh, where he says, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an equalization. It's not, it's, he's not saying this is it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it has been taken and turned into an, a meme. Yeah. Like, like Scientists a, picked it yeah. up and realized there's ah, shit there. So what basically what he says was, uh, in nature, there are genes that take information, mm-hmm. replicate, pass it on. So it's right. information that it, it's replicatable information. Genes are essentially information that replicates themselves, right? Right. Yeah. Genes are essentially that. Yeah. He asked the question. Are there any other, is there anything else that does the same action? 
that is artificial and he said most information <laughs> no not all information yeah, yeah. like for example uh if we talk 100 million words a day mm. we will create like an average person like if you should speak okay fine let's put it this way if uh if ariana grande mm-hmm. speaks 100 million words a day mm-hmm. she will create 200 100 words of meme which is her song okay so one is information mm-hmm. the the balance mm-hmm. 100 900 sorry 999 1000 1000 is 999 is you should have gone with 100 million are very so much like the balance the 1% is a meme which is her song mm-hmm. that gets it's inherently uh replicating itself yeah, yeah, yeah. self replicating but the balance is just information just goes into oblivion it disappears mm-hmm. completely out of the system so memetics that's a small but thing. then the, doesn't that mean that even the concept of houses and windows and pretty much everything falls under that purview because yeah. we're pretty much everything. all everything. agreeing that the, we all need to be safe how your shirt is sewn yeah how your shirt shirt is sewn essentially is a me no you're right. you're right handed right yeah so if the 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 layering of the buttons were the other way around where this this would be yeah, actually yeah. this side it's actually would, uncomfortable to take would, it off yeah you would be properly mind fucked every time you take a shirt off because no, people get used to it but yeah because the the meme has to overtaken the yeah, the practical we, yeah, design requirement of the problem that essentially yeah, yeah. uh well, like um the the um uh, so memes are literally everything like shape of bottles like coca cola the coca cola bottle is a meme how a fridge looks is a meme is a meme yeah top bottom or <laughs> left and right is <laughs> it's essentially meme so uh yeah we were talking about memes so there's major segue into memes but memetics are like a cool format of study mm. uh, it became very famous in 2003 2004 but it disappeared I mean, I mean I, I, it's it's there it's, it's I mean disappeared we have from, memes <laughs> yeah it's disappeared from like a academic space I don't know yeah. because I haven't heard anything yeah, and yeah, I haven't yeah, really looked yeah. though but the internet is like meme central meme right? central like, um, the internet is a meme <laughs> no <laughs> it's a load of pages that self replicate <laughs> uh, uh Ted was a buzz in 2000 with memes like so many people came and spoke about memes and yeah. and how memes result that they can possibly result in how AI will essentially take over the world mm-hmm. because it's you are studying the nature of information right mm-hmm. yeah uh, and uh, yeah that's a long segment <laughs> on, on memes but memes have a big part to play in um in design for in sure. design yeah. yeah i mean the i think design and what a meme is yeah. are inherently linked mm. so i don't think there is a possibility to separate the two out. no i don't think so yeah, yeah i agree with you it's it's uh, one of one and the other mm. okay uh when it comes to visual design mm. uh who 
who are the people that impress you the most? Who? Uh, from the early 1900s, probably Jan Schickold. Okay, uh, tell me what they're doing because I'm not. So, uh, in, in 1990, I think you need to put these guys up yeah. as a link in this. <laughs> sure, yeah. I think Jan Schickold has a couple of books as well. Where's your book who's writing it down? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, this is the moment where we have to actually like give a little bit of credit to one of the people who are never on the show. So, that's this guy called the intern. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to all of this, right? And uh, due to some reason or other, he can't watch these videos on YouTube. So, the only way he gets to listen to it is when he's editing it. <laughs> Usually keeps a good ear out for everything that we need and he gets it all together. So that uh, when it comes time to post, we don't really have to... We know for sure that someone has gone through it, has double-checked everything. So if there's something wrong, we're coming for you in turn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so where, where was it? Jan uh, Shikold. Uh, so 1919, in, uh, I think it was in Weimar when it started. But there was a there was a school that was opened for design by, by, by Paul uh, Walter Gropius. Mm. He was an architect. Mm. And he wanted to create a new... F- new kind of designer okay so uh, essentially the the first couple of years of design was just learning the basics of things like carpentry like mm. uh, welding like that sort of stuff like mm. very hands on stuff mm. so you know all the production techniques mm. and then there's also a separate framework that they talk about the philosophy of design yeah so that you can apply you can figure out for yourself how to apply different techniques from one uh, paradigm to another okay um, like having a 45 degree wood cut that will mm. make the wood look seamless transferring yeah. that into a mitre on seal welding okay. no idea what those words meant no so <laughs> yeah, okay. a wood cut <laughs> how wood gets chopped in the middle so if you look at a uh, if you look at a normal how, how, how a uh, carpenter puts the wood together they don't put one on top of the other yeah it looks they do that 45 degree angle cut yeah. thing correct right? the 45 correct. degree angle cut so that replicated on steel with a welding run ah right okay right so then do you cut the steel also to 45 degree yeah. angle yes yes, yes exactly. you cut it and then yeah. you start welding it together yeah, yeah. so Which that's that's a that's that that makes the correct me if I'm wrong that, that's to make it look seamless it yes. moves Visually moves consistently. Because otherwise what happens is if you have brushed aluminium, for example, there's mm-hmm. a grain going this way mm-hmm. and there's a grain going that way. Right, because of the and different that's directions. that's jarring. Right. But if they join at 45 degrees, then the grains join. Mm, right, 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 right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, just out of curiosity, you don't realize that like a lot of people would not have known that. <laughs> like, for example, I, I, mean, I, I, can't, I can't show the audience this, but yeah. you know, this has been done not in that way and yeah. it very clearly shows the yeah the scene. that's that, the first place uh, I looked and then yeah. I was like nah I'm gonna take <laughs> no, this shit back so, is done like that. so yeah. just for you guys who can't actually see this we are looking at a bookshelf and the bookshelf does not have uh, does it's, not have it's these, got uh, 95 degree cuts yeah. uh, 90 degree cuts sorry. yeah so essentially so you, what are you saying yeah so like they would learn things to that detail okay but uh, sorry just yeah. out of curiosity do they weld it from the inside or the outside or both uh, it depends on if you're using a welding run or welding tax. Okay, fine. That's, uh, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> and then you it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter really. But you can do both, basically. Yeah. Um, so, they would have really hands-on skills. They would learn lithography uh, from, from scratch. What the hell is lithography? Printing. 
that's what it's called yeah isn't it holy shit <laughs> i need to know where these fucking uh, words came from <laughs> <laughs> uh, like they would learn wood block wood block carving so that they can do a wood block wood press block. Yeah, yeah um all that sort of stuff mm. right uh so you would get like this hybrid designer coming out you would be able to have do a furniture piece he would be able to do a whole building if he wants to mm. he would be able to do a poster if he wants because to. he knows the basic constructs to such a degree or detail that it it's, it's okay okay cool. yeah. yeah that's right so that that small injection yeah uh, lithography process of printing from a flat surface treated so as to repel the ink except where it is required for printing my yeah. god you learn something <laughs> all you noobs who keep calling printing printing you want to be smart you want your friends to like you <laughs> here's your ticket buddy yeah so if someone yeah, all you want your friends to think you're fucking nuts call it lithography <laughs> so if someone ever calls you a nerd my my usual response is i prefer the term smarter than you works <laughs> every time you know get beaten up but uh, so yeah so down to a t they know all these things yeah. so even if they don't have production per se they can yeah. do it themselves yeah yeah um, so and this is just one school of thought by the way yeah this is the school of thought that i i am personally like seriously invested in for some reason now and that is what evolved uh, so the bauhaus went through a series of location changes mm. uh, well it's i'm pretty, okay i know it was in weimar i know it was in dessau Hmm. I'm not sure it went to a third location it only was there for a year and it shut down in 1933 hmm. uh Hitler issues yeah Weimar <laughs> Republic you're talking about you you you're saying Weimar it's Weimar Republic yeah yeah the 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 second Reich which is basically the it's the precursor to the Nazi Germany yeah yeah, yeah. uh but because a lot of the people who were in the Bauhaus were the artsy kind hmm. they were more socialist than yeah yeah Correct. so on so they had a lot of problems yeah um so after 1933 they shut down there and then the students of the bauhaus went to different places some went to switzerland mm. uh, some went to the americas mm. and that's why you see the modernist architecture movement starting in the americas in the 50s oh right okay and corporate design becoming its thing in the 60s okay right 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 So, so this is basically uh, what's a, what's a guy's name who says that we we need to understand the basic fundamentals. Walter Gropius was the one who started the school. Okay. Uh, but there was Ries van der someone. I can't remember. It's it's like five names, so I can't remember it. Mm-hmm. But he's the one who coined the term less is more. Mm-hmm. So, so start with minimalism altogether. Mm-hmm. Also Minus an architect. Also from the Bauhaus. Mm-hmm. Um, he was. What is he called? The Bauhaus. Bauhaus. Bau. B A U H A U S. Wow. Means building Bow house. house. Oh. Building house. house. Yeah. House of buildings. Yeah. House of house for building. House for building. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's very cool. Yeah. So that's so Jan Schickold was actually someone who didn't learn in the Bauhaus, mm. but absolutely revolutionized how typography and mm. uh, so sans serif fonts at this era did not really exist. Hmm. it was mostly black letter that was being used or serif fonts okay seriously uh, yeah. wow that's messed up and so then, your choices were between <laughs> times new roman <laughs> and uh, baskerville <laughs> raymond uh, badoni that's all sort of stuff mm. that's pretty pretty good range over there i mean mm. and then like just 
Egin quote black letter. <laughs> <laughs> that must have helped with legibility <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> yeah. First, I'm going to tell you why I'm wearing a hat. Because my <laughs> hair is messy. Why I'm drinking wine. Because I like wine. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, it's we still October. Yeah, it's still October. But He's uh, still sober. I am still... Yeah, like one glass of wine is going to stop that. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> um, no, so you were saying about... Mies van der Rohe. Yeah, Mies van der Rohe. So, yeah. He, uh, so, uh, just recap quickly who Mies van der Rohe is before. Oh, you. so first of all, uh, I, I monumentally fucked up. Um, the Bauhaus started in Berlin. Mm. It moved to Dessau. Mm. Uh, and from Dessau, it moved to the Weimar for one year. Yeah. So that's the chronological yeah. And order. obviously, Hitler came and and one of the directors at some point was uh, Mies van der Rohe mm. the guy who's like I'm sure everyone has heard of the quote less is more mm. but very few people know it's from him really? oh right okay yeah he's he's done like iconic pieces he's done the Barcelona chair okay. which again most people won't know by name mm. but if you see it you'll know it yeah now yeah. now we will have uh, oh wow my <laughs> god okay fine so now what we will do is this will sh- uh, appear magically on our podcast when this uh, conversation just pops up yeah uh, can we get an affiliate link for ikea <laughs> <laughs> i have a friend <laughs> okay so go go for you saying yeah so mees van der is is attributed to a lot of really cool quotes right mm-hmm. like uh, god is in the details is another one which is kind of contradictory yeah. if you think about it from a superficial level where, like god is in the details and less is more, which essentially to a to a surface view would say that you would not no. have details in less is more. No, but no, I, no, no, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Um, the the detail is in the fact that you have thought so much that you can take away everything that is unless more. Yeah, yeah, that is where the detail lies. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. That makes very good sense. Yeah. So, uh, for one person to have come up with both of those, it it's a natural progression. I mean, yeah. If you do really believe less is more mm. and you exercise that to the fullest extent that you possibly can, mm. what remains is nothing like... Do you know that simplicity is a... Yeah, so, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, you know that simplicity is a subject? Yes. A uh, subject? Uh, it's okay. a subject. Okay. So, like, for example, MIT teaches simplicity. simplicity. Mm. Uh, I uh, would love if the fucking textbook is just like a one-page leaflet. That says, uh, <laughs> this, this, is, this, this is uh, this is something like uh, so something one one of my like again one of my like one the one boss that I like revere <laughs> quite a lot. Uh, now don't say that a lot of your bosses no, are going to be unhappy. No 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 <laughs> I, I've had like some fantastic bosses but this one I because for for his sheer intellectual stature. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said like uh, between accuracy and simplicity mm-hmm. I will always choose simplicity because he says as accuracy increases simplicity loses form True. Yeah. so between accuracy and simplicity I, mean, I don't know if somebody actually said, said that as a quote but mm-hmm. uh, he told that to me and I was like yeah that's, that's very true yeah. we should I, I, again, I think by nature, people choose either accuracy or simplicity. Sure. Some people choose yeah, simplicity. Yeah. 
and for some some okay so this is actually a really good way to go into the the next guy that i really like it's mm. paul rand yeah uh paul rand and massimo vignelli on equal levels oh. uh, so paul rand was uh, iconic designer he did the ups logo he did the next logo for steve jobs mm. uh bunch of things right and he would a refused to do multiple versions of logos mm. because he would prefer to think about one thing for two weeks than to think about five things for two weeks mm. um and on top of but that, but but uh, having said that i so we will just stop there where i say one thing that i believe about it they are prolific they 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 do multiple variations of something that they have like for example if you talk to uh, uh a writer like uh uh chan haradrigo wrote china man mm-hmm. uh or he actually said like good creative people are really productive they, they just go at it on the same just does the same thing 100 times or or oh, does 100 okay, different okay. things 100 right, right. times no, this, to get to what where they I, are getting i understand what uh, you're saying uh, i was talking thinking about uh Uh, John uh, Peterson he says mm. he rewrote the same book 24 times like every sure. sense yeah. sentence on average 22 uh, 24 times yeah, yeah. to uh, get the exact sentence right? yeah so people are prolific i mean no no so the the difference is you don't john peterson did write mm. each sentence 24 times but he did not publish all 24 sentences mm oh all right that makes sense yeah uh so the the essential thing is okay i have tested this i have mm. tested this i have tested this i have tested this and this looks like the best answer yeah okay so at the end of the day the client just gets one logo mm. but that is not for a lack of testing mm. it's just because the designer has come to the conclusion that that is the best possible outcome after considering the rest i mean you know intuitively that makes sense right this yeah. is how engineering works yeah. <laughs> they don't give you f- f- like five different uh, structures for the same it's same an problem. optimal yeah. solution it's an optimal, it's an optimal solution. solution yeah so in the same constructor things it makes sense to like give one sensible single solution yeah it's just where where, where i think it's the, not a single solution maybe it's no. just the solution no no like No, no. It, so is it, 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 it is the solution. It is the solution because you have thought about it. Yeah. Where I believe things go wrong is, see, if a computer is constructed hmm. and it's complicated, and people have gone through the trouble and they've created like near perfect thing. There's nothing called perfect, but they can something near perfect design. Me as a receiver. Have, would have nothing to say about it because I would not know how the construct works. Sure. Yeah. But show me a piece of visual art mm. and ask me for an opinion mm. while I have no fucking clue as to how this works. Sure. I mean, how what the what the construct is how how this has come about. Mm. I still have the capability to have an opinion about it. Sure. Essentially, I think that's where the entire thing differs okay my response to that as a designer yeah. would be if you were my client mm. and i gave you a single logo and you said this is my subjective opinion mm. like how much of your own stock are you buying 
I think you need to talk louder otherwise you will get lost. Right. right. So so if if you were my client mm. and you said subjectively I don't like this like this is what I think about it. Yeah. I'd be like okay but how much of your own product are you buying? Okay. Okay. So uh, didn't follow you. How much of your own product are you buying? Like are you responsible for 80% of the revenue? No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying, okay, fine. So that's the argument that you will make. That yeah. will be a very arrogant argument. It is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an accurate argument. Yeah. I mean, the arrogance is in how right it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, he wouldn't be able to say something like that to Matt, who was on last week, right? Because yeah. he, as he explained, he is yeah. the demographic that he's aiming to. Yeah. So if he represent it, represent it. No, if you gave me the answer saying, I buy like 90% of everything that I produce. Yeah. Then I'd be like, oh, fine, I'll make what you want. Yeah, obviously <laughs> that that's very true. No, 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 but if you're true. not buying, if you're selling financial services and you don't buy financial <laughs> services, yeah, why are you giving your opinion on it, right? I mean, ah, uh, no, no, that's that's why I'm, that's why you're differing. Why you're saying it's very easy for people to have opinions about visual design because yeah. there is a lifetime of visual artists that people have. Like, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Like people view visual stuff as art first before they view it as design. Design, yeah. And so art, you can, everyone's entitled to an opinion. Yeah. Opinion, yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, one thing, one thing I, I... Even design people are entitled to an opinion. Yeah. And it's fine to have one. Mm. It, as long as the strategy is being met, it does not matter what people's opinions yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. But, but but essentially what you're saying is like what, what we were talking about is that engineering and visual art differ essentially because it's very easy to have and what is yeah. very easy to have an opinion about people will have an opinion about without understanding the complexity behind the thought process sure. and this is the same problem marketing has. Yeah. Everything and it's to, it's to deal with that conundrum that most designers give you three options or five options Correct. or seven Correct. options. Whatever. So they go through three, eight, two just to, yeah, to, to uh, go through the biases and the... That is partially to do with the fact that designers... It's a selling mechanism more than anything it's else. It's a selling mechanism and designers are people who generally don't like confrontation. Yeah. No, but I will tell you another thing. I will tell you, I'll give you another point of view. Most people don't go through the trouble mm. of thinking about things well enough mm. where they are confident about the solution they're providing. Hence, mm. there's a probability that they will show three options. Okay, See, sure. Very designers, designers who are like my friends who I love and respect uh, they are, they are commercial people so they will do this they will go through this process mm. uh, and they are salesmen so they sell mm. right mm. but some of them there are two two sets of these or they can be the same person in two different moods. Okay. One person can be like, in one mood, it can be like, fuck, I'll do 10 and let them fucking figure it out. Right. <laughs> or I put it down and like, fuck, this works and this is mine. Mm. This I'm going to perfect and I'm gonna, I'll, I'll do iterations and iterations and iterations of it. Uh, 
and like logo design and etc i've seen art directors in the good old days put out what 100 150 200 300 logos like yes just, 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 logo machines yeah yeah, yeah. No, so i mean like not not create logos like variations iterations sure yeah. like like for example like 300 logos down to 50 down to 10 then 20-30 logos of each of the iterations then pick the best color schemes the the they go through that process they use albert einstein's monkey what mm. infinite monkey theorem <laughs> no there, there is a lot more there's a lot of thinking like because uh, i learned uh, when i mean I was starting no, off ideally what we could do over there is to just like feed it into an algorithm that just makes x number of iterations of something and then iterate all no, the way down no, no i don't think that's possible i don't think it's possible simply for the fact that uh, visually balanced and mathematically balanced are two different things Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't there a optical relationship between these that can be quantified? No, there's there, there, is, there is a relationship of scale that you can take a look at, but mm-hmm. then no, there, there, there. I'll tell you, mathematical balance and visually balance. I think there is a there is a error in depth. What do you mean by depth, depth? of field? Yeah, depth a, of field. So optical be, issues, right? Yeah, it's an optical. Oh, sorry, sorry. So wait, wait, wait. We need to explain to people what we are talking about. Otherwise, it will be in Greek. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so mathematically balanced is 1 equals 1 if the width of something is 10 mm. and it's in a section that is uh, so 100 no, 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 100 long even i, I will explain okay. it and let's let, let me let me try let you guys can like build on to it okay oh. if you have a 1 foot 1 uh, foot uh, by 1 foot uh, canvas mm. or a piece of paper or a half sheet mathematically balanced is your and if you if you put a dot on one side the other side you have to put a dot hence balance that is also visually balanced uh, yeah yeah, yeah. visual balance but mathematically balanced is essentially whatever is on one side works on the other side sure exactly yeah 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 in a visual field there are more than one dimension mm. there mm. is There's like perceived depth. There's perceived depth, or what you call depth of field. Yeah, that creates weight. Uh, that creates something called weight on either side of the canvas. Yeah. Uh, why visual balance is important is it is soothing to our eyes. Yeah. It's comfortable on our eyes. Yeah, we 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 like balanced things. We like the we like the balance of the uh, the what you call the divine. Uh, equation the the one to one 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 golden one, ratio uh, the golden ratio sorry yeah. uh the golden ratio uh so balance always is very good to us that's why you will you will you will like symmetrical things mm. that is symmetrical things that's basically the foundation of the theory of aesthetic right yeah. aesthetic yeah. is yeah. essentially that that is true mm. uh so mathematical equi- uh, mathematical uh, what do you call uh, balancing balance yeah and visual balance changes because visual balance has lot more variables inside i suppose mathematical that balance. that is true but uh, a really simple way that i've come to explain this with if if you take a if you're using adobe illustrator mm. um and you have the something that looks like the nike swoosh yeah right 
to the computer it bounds it inside a rectangle mm. right okay but if you look at the actual mass of the swoosh mm. it's heavier towards the left side than to the right side it's heavier to the left side because yeah, the, yeah. the volume of the swoosh is thinner heavy. towards the right side right side yeah okay right so if you were going to center that mm. it would have to be the center of mass and not, not the center the of the width. visual yeah, yeah. the not the center of the, the the space yeah so if the swoosh is like i can inches. think of at least one way that we could like write that in an equation basically find out how many pixels you have find out how many are white how many are black and then break it into like strips sure. okay. and then balance it that way but it's it that is considering one element mm mm-hmm. and when you're considering many 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 elements it gets complicated basically i mean complicated, maybe, complicated. Maybe, i'm sure maybe. you can figure out get an ai to get it done uh, but sure. how do you start yeah i mean i'm sure it's i'm i'm sure with like at uh, at the that the degree of computing that we have that it is possible it's not possible mm-hmm. it's just i don't think people will spend that amount of money to because it's much cheaper to hire a person to sit yeah, down and work yeah. and figure this shit out do you do you, what sort of information just do, it. do you have to feed a computer yeah, we are we are talking about this by the way cuz you know if you're a caveman and you don't know the like logo <laughs> what sort of information do you have to feed a computer mm-hmm. for it to think of a shoe brand mm-hmm. and come up with a tick or it to think of a computer brand and come up with a fruit no no that that will never happen na that will not happen hitting random <laughs> no 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 that will click not click random with a database of shapes <laughs> but then you, you will have to build the story of that afterwards right like, so the story of the apple is supposed to be the apple that fell on uh, isaac mm. newton's head okay uh, and why is there a bite because you bit what i can't i can't remember. but but you must always remember that the value of the apple mm. or the came in usage it happens because yeah. of volume it yeah. Beca- yeah. happens because more people have no have got to know about it yeah for sure yeah yeah it's not necessarily the two things it's more marketing and branding than yes but you you add the value into the shape but that doesn't yeah. mean that but, you can but, throw but, something but, 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 over there and expect it to i i honestly believe if you get the shape right and if you get the visual the the, the i iconicness of the visual make the if the visual is right the process of making it famous becomes a little easier, easier. so it's a it comes back down to simplicity right mm-hmm. you have to make something so simple that an idiot will remember it yeah okay. so what do you say to all these people who have <laughs> crazy wings and rocket launchers on their locals uh, <laughs> fix it <laughs> i suppose distinctiveness of the logo is not something they're looking for in the brand mm-hmm. instead it's probably the name of the company right okay so no but, but how would you no no but the thing is this the name of name of the company like for example if you say you're a completely unknown brand like for example even nike and mm-hmm. nike underneath the yeah yeah you have to have the again it's a memory structure it's not a memory you so you need to ensure that structure is complete when somebody picks it up yeah so that is what you would eventually call a logo lockup mm-hmm. so you you would try to associate a, a shape or an icon or an abstract form of some sort 
with the name mm-hmm. so with constant usage mm-hmm. say yeah. like 10 years of usage then you would be able to take the word out and just have the shape and, and that shape is yours basically it is uh, the equivalent of writing so i will i will i will go to this one step further i would say it is important so like for example if you are entering a new category it is important to have a the the the, the logo but you have to make, make it, you have to make ensure that people identify which category that logo is from. present in yeah. or, or is from so the logo's design must also be within the constraints of the category q q yeah, yeah. Or, or the category category some form if you are starting yeah. out new in the See, exception of the case that the category is also new mm-hmm. in the exception of the case of the category is new but within if it's an established category you need to get into the category first then build your logo and uh like nike did it because i mean uh, if you if would have i mean people would have always seen shoes or sports in sporting equipment with nike for the first like decade of their advertising mm. then they would have moved into just the i mean you don't so now nike ads don't show shoes no I'm like Nike manifesto and no, it's it's a it's a lifestyle that they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah it's pretty much no shoes, no. So wait, does that mean that you can't talk about? Okay, so that's more or less related to how they push themselves now, right? Yeah. Is that only because they made it this far? So if I am yeah, brand yeah, new, yeah, 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 yeah. should fame. I only be talking about fame? Me? Yeah, mm. fame, fame, everything. The currency of the currency of marketing is how many people know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the currency of money. So fame is important. So if you have fame, mental availability. Mental availability. Yeah. I'm talking about mental availability. If you have fame or mental availability, then there you can make specific corrections because so pushing a lifestyle sort of ad as a brand new company doesn't make as much sense as it does. I no. So it depends. Like. if that lifestyle advertisement is built very strongly around uh, so if i start shoes tomorrow sport shoes tomorrow i feel like the category q of something like sport shoes is a lifestyle ad it's not going Those to be talking would about would be the higher end like the prestige brands no right no, so forget about the brands so what you are saying is would sports shoes because now nike and reebok is not doing that. reebok is doing lifestyle ads should i do a lifestyle looking at and not show shoes mm-hmm. to have shoes in the ad, ad but yeah you yeah, know yeah. like not focus on the fact yeah. that oh this shoe has like the most amazing compression exactly. you know so I first mean, of all yeah. people have to figure out that you are selling shoes mm-hmm. before they figure out that you are selling shoes they will like, what you are selling you need to be very clear about no that's the simple reality yeah so you have to you need to go through a progression the most important thing about say starting a new brand in a country or a environment would be make sure that people remember the name forget about what anything else just get them to remember the name then get them to remember that this name is related to this product product but like get them to remember the name and 
you have to do both together you can't do one independently of the other and otherwise it doesn't make value for for you to remember the name yeah okay sorry segue segue that's a mad mad segue <laughs> so yeah paul the, we, i think we stopped at paul rens yeah, uh, yeah. unique logo situation uh Massimo Vignelli is a little bit more of a Bauhaus designer. Mm. He was trained to be an architect. Mm. Uh, he was born in Parma, Italy, uh, mm. and he did the American Airlines logo. The two ways. Yeah, yeah the, two ways. Yeah. 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 The, to me, that and he also redesigned the whole of the New York subway system. I think you have the book. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the one who did. Which that. you can have too if you follow our link. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> uh, so he he was a very particular, very very fun loving, very happy person, right? Mm. Um, and he's very emotionally expressive, at least from the the videos that I've seen of him. Mm. And Michael Beirut's. Uh, so Michael Beirut is my other mm. next favorite designer. Uh, he was uh, Massimo Vignelli's student. Mm. um extreme modernists form follows function form follows function okay yeah. that is the basis of modernism mm. uh, you have other things you have post modernism you have surrealism like the art movements are still there in mm. uh, but i don't i think you talk louder because of i don't think that uh, personally i don't see the point of post modernism too much because <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that fucking jab though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I it's it's not a it it's probably something to do with my own personality, right? Like yeah. I I prefer a scientific approach to things. I there is really not much you can do when you say that everything is subjective. Mm, yeah, very true. <laughs> I agree with that. Like hundred percent. Like we we are like okay, fine. I agree with you quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So. If if you want to say everything is subjective and not get very much done, fine, like that's up to you. But if you want to achieve an objective, which is what design is about, yeah, then form has to follow function. Yeah. So the natural progression for me was to learn the history of commercial art and when it evolved into graphic design, graphic design, mm. and then find out which one of the movements that I liked the most mm. or which one I resonated with naturally. and that just happened to be modernism the swiss design which eventually became what is called international design mm. um a lot of sans serif type faces uh, geometric shapes mm. so the bauhaus if you take the bauhaus uh, you will see if you google bauhaus you will see a blue circle a red square and a yellow or green triangle mm. basic forms yeah basic colors and all your type faces will be sans serif you will not have a single serif typeface in mm. in the bauhaus uh they have a few issues here and there Are you like there's another designer in the bauhaus called herbert bayer mm. um amazing graphic designer mm. he would a lot of the time he would say that he he does not like uh, capital typefaces okay mm. he does not use uppercase mm. at all at all fuck <laughs> he says that uh-huh. but the bauhaus logo which a lot of people suspect that he designed mm-hmm. is completely capital <laughs> <laughs> um but the reason so that was like a it was like a in hindsight it feels like a childish revolution because all black letter comes in caps all caps yeah um yeah. so as as a resistance to that and mm. the fascist movement is why they said they would use all symbols mm. but 
the Bauhaus, the word Bauhaus only becomes perfectly visually balanced mm-hmm. when it's in all caps. Uh, so I I believe like uh, one of the gems from that age is uh, what we got as uh, Futura. Futura, like, yeah. Uh, so from that which escaped the Nazis. Yeah. The font that escaped the, the Nazis. 1937, Paul Reiner, if I'm not wrong. I'm not particularly sure. Uh, but so uh, I mean, like, this is great for people who are into graphics and who are who 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 are getting into typography. Mm-hmm. My God, typography makes a tremendous amount of difference. And if you if you are a designer, if you are a young designer, you mm-hmm. must learn it. Thoroughly. Oh, I I personally believe there's like twenty four fonts in my arsenal. I refuse to use anything past that. <laughs> like no, he's very he's very liberal to me. I use twelve. <laughs> Most of the time, I don't go past four. <laughs> uh, I I want to get back. You keep on saying um, form, yeah, form uh, follows function. Follows function. Yeah, explain that to me. Yeah. Okay. So form follows function. Mm. If you don't know how something is used, mm. how are you designing it? How is there any kind of design if you don't know? So if you, I think it starts a little bit deeper than that. Things exist to be used, and if you if you're making something. I don't think that things exist to be used. There are some things that are not supposed to be used. Such as? A rock. You can use it. You still. can, but it's not... No, so when you, take a, when you take a rock and you fashion it into the tip of a spear, mm. it has a purpose. It yes, is that is that's design. Yeah, and that is design. Yeah, so what it's supposed to do over there, because in a rock, mm. is, is it can be used, yes, but how would you explain this? Um... Everything can be used. Doesn't mean it have has to be used. Yeah, sure. But if you are going to use it, then what it's going to do has to play a large part in what it's going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that is that that's why form follows function. It, it's still essentially every single social media post that you put out. Mm. There's a reason you put it out, right? Hmm. And if it's not optimally geared to meet that reason, yeah, then it's not done well, or yeah. it's doing nothing. It's it's a waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So form follows function. Hmm. That's makes very good sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes very good sense. Okay. Uh, so I think we've had a. Interesting round on uh, design. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, wait. We haven't spoken about the one design who is still alive. Oh, <laughs> yes. Michael Beirut. Um, he studied under Massimo Vignelli in the 1980s. Hmm. And then in 1994 or 5, I think. But, but what has he done? Work? I don't know where to start. Okay, so just um, randomly go off. Uh, so one of the favorite things, one of my favorite designs is he designed a logo for a set of libraries mm. and the brief was that he was supposed to make the, the library fun. Mm. So he took the word library. You put this logo up. Yep. Yeah. Took the word library. Mm. Just typed it out. Mm. Uh, or I think he doesn't use computers, so he drew it by hand. Mm. And he's a person who can draw Helvetica to the T by mm. hand. Mm. Uh, how do you make things fun? Hmm. 
you put an exclamation mark here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Library! <laughs> and then when you put the exclamation mark, it doesn't look properly balanced. You take the I out and you put the exclamation mark where the I is. Okay. Library? S- simple. No, Library. that would be a question mark. Yeah, yeah. okay, fair enough. <laughs> really simple. But, library and then you <laughs> translate that to the doors to the library mm-hmm. uh, you usually have a glass panel in a door mm-hmm. that glass panel would be in the shape of the exclamation mark what the glass panel in the door mm-hmm. would be in the shape of an exclamation mark ah right okay okay so the logo is in usage mm-hmm. it's everywhere you go um let me actually take a look at what beru has done which is quite a heavy list i'm assuming yeah. like this guy has been uh, he how old is he now uh, i think he's in his 50s or 60s yeah, yeah. do are you do you have any favorite designers or anyone no. that you particularly no. do you no. dabble no. in no. this field I, i don't i don't i no okay. i don't dabble in the field okay so a logo that everyone would know that he's done is mastercard oh he's done mastercard yeah. and gap oh Uh, MIT Media Lab. Mm-hmm. Where is on? He did a uh, what is this campaign That's for this thing? Hillary's Hillary's Hillary Clinton's yeah. uh, mm-hmm. campaign. Uh, Slack. Slack. Yeah. Like, uh, is it the new one or the new one? New one. The new one. Yeah. Uh, Saks Fifth Avenue. No. No. Um, Saks Fifth. Yeah. Oh, who are those guys? Top. It's. the most expensive uh, one of the most expensive clothing, clothing stores in apparel in new york oh so, wow very interesting so sacks fifth avenue is done in this beautiful it was all the logo is already there right mm-hmm. it was done in this beautiful like cursiveish script font mm-hmm. and what he did with it was he laid a grid on top of it and cut it into perfect squares and then he sort of made a rubik's cube of the puzzle so that regardless of where you go like even on the 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 packaging the bags that mm. you take out of the store you would have like remnants of the logo everywhere but it's not really the logo it's ah. pieces of it it's pieces of it and that that is on the facade of the building that is on the packaging that's on the price tags it's brilliant yeah what a guy okay so uh insight into a little bit of design yep yep i think this is a uh, you're dipping your toes <laughs> dipping your toes into design yeah. uh, it's quite uh, honestly a very deep uh, field yeah. that you uh, have to study a lot for a book that i haven't read about design but is probably um, uh the 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 apple uh, just google that for me uh well uh, the apple designers uh, what's his name uh, herman somebody uh, because there's a there's a name of a do name run a do is named up herman do um the 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 thought of design where you say um, you see um doors on the uh like swing doors that we use mm-hmm. swing doors that we use have two handles on either side right oh right i know what you're talking about yes yeah. uh so that's an inherent design flaw yes called hermando mm. because it's named after that uh, the designer let me find his name yeah. mm-hmm. 
uh, he was the lead designer on apple if i'm not mistaken what's the flaw though? the flaw is because there is a handle right where it needs to be pushed right people pull it right okay naturally they go and pull the dough instead of pushing it right now very simple thing mm. if you put a flat surface yeah instead of a handle handle you will naturally push, the normando was it the normando normando sorry not normando oh, sorry oh, okay okay i know what you're talking normando. about normando yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 it's a book that i want to get and read and i think it's supposed to be one of the best design uh, uh, best books on design that that has come out mm-hmm. which will do that will will uh, the design of everyday things by don norman ah yes, yes. correct link in the doobly doo <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was an interesting conversation yeah. it's fun all right yeah. great stuff guys <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. See you guys.